Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Sandy, and this is MFers, uh Parenting Podcast. Today, I'm joined by, honestly, one of my favorite comics. When I first moved to LA and started working at the comedy store, I watched this guy go up all the time, and he is one, not just one of the funniest guys, because there's a lot of comics who are super funny, but then they don't bring it on stage, or they're super funny on stage, and they're just kind of like, to themselves off stage and, and, and no judgment on either. But this guy is super funny on and off stage. He's constantly writing fresh material. He's so full of energy in life. He's just a funny fucking dude. He's the host of Punch Drunk Sports Podcast and Tinfoil Hat. He is a bit of a conspiracy guy and we go into that a little bit here and there. But he has twins, newborn twins, and they were not expected, and he's making the best of it, and it was really nice to talk to him, see where he's at with his twins. They were born right before the coronavirus pandemic started, and so he's just been at home with mommy and the babies, and figuring out fatherhood. And I got to say, really no better time. I mean, it's just uh, nature's paternity leave, this lockdown for him. So I'm excited for you guys to hear this conversation. It's interesting. It's, uh, I just kind of let him go. He, he has a lot to say. And I didn't want to get in the way of that. I asked him a lot of questions about parenting. And try to get a sense of how his point of view of the world and all the things going on behind the shadows shapes his parenting. And it's an interesting conversation. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So um, with that being said, go to KoiCBD.com, use my promo code MFers for 20% off. They have hand sanitizer. You might as well just take advantage of it. If CBD isn't your thing, they sell fucking hand sanitizer. And it's awesome. They sent me some. So get yourself some hand sanitizer at a discount and thank me later. KoiCBD.com, promo code MFers. Without further ado, Sam Tripley. I like it a lot. How are you, dude? I'm good, man. You know... You, when did when were the babies born? They were born in February, the end of February? February 5th, brother, man. And so they're like, what, three months now? Two months? Uh, they will be uh, three months uh, next week, right? They're 11 weeks today. 11 weeks today. That's awesome. You know, a lot of people, when they have especially twins, it's like, you're on lockdown anyway. So it was kind of perfect timing it, for you and your You life. know, I mean, I've always thought I was Neo, but this just lets me know that the world revolves around me. The world went in a <laughs> global lockdown so that I could hang out with my kids. It's perfect. It is perfect. I, I love it, dude. I actually do love it. I get up. We got a system now. And, you know, I'm a morning guy now. And I get up early and I take care of the kids. Isn't it wild how it, turns you around, but in a way that you don't really feel resistance to. It just kind of naturally happens. I was never a morning guy either, and now I definitely am. The most interesting thing is how you can't remember a time they weren't here. Yeah. They've only been here for three months, but I feel like they've been here the whole time. Yeah, it's nice that way. It's I, nice. I, it, it, your, it, your defense mechanisms in your brain have a way of rewiring 
so that any changes that are made in your life don't feel difficult. I mean, dude, I've, I've been saying this a lot lately. I, I was living like, I, I've been living like a college kid since I was 18 years old. And I was, I'm 47. You know, it was time to mix it up. It was time for something different. And these are the blessings. So, you know, I, 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 I mean, it's like, dude, out every night, it's just like, it's not me anymore. I just, I'm kind of, I enjoy being at home. I enjoy working from home. I, I just love it, dude. I mean, I miss stand up, but you know, I've 20, I've been doing over 25 years, man. I, I, I don't mind taking a little break right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I've been doing it for 14 and I've never been, you know, there are comics who are like, I've taken a break, I've taken breaks and I'm, I've never been one of those people. So this is the longest I've, I've and, and a lot of people have ever gone without doing it. And I do feel that void, but it is nice to just, now I'm starting to feel anxiety about things going back to the way they were. It's going to be interesting. Like, you know, they're like, all these people are like, you know, it's going to take like months for us to get back to normal. I'm like, uh, not really. Just open up and we'll go back to work. Are you, a, are you a, a liberate California person? Well, dude, you know, man, it's just like, I, this is like something we've never seen before, dude. You know, and it's just like all these humongous travesties, travesties have happened in, you know, to humanity, to this country. People still got the work. But yeah. Let them go in hazmat suits if they have to, but let people earn away. Because I think the ramifications of not working and not making money and not being able to pay your bills, that might, that might have a huge effect on people. Like someone said, uh, sent me a number that like, if unemployment gets to this, they think suicides will get to this. And I'm like, right. oh, man. It is a it is a tough line to walk. I personally don't want to put me or my family at any undue risk, but I do think that there are ways to get people back to work, like you said, with precautions. That we why aren't we just doing that? Why aren't people give me a hazmat suit, hazmat man? Suit. Let me go work at Whole Foods. Right, but then you know, have you been out to the grocery stores? People are just no gloves. They're, they're not wearing their masks over their nose. It's like, you know, I don't want to get too conspiracy because that's not the podcast, but numbers just keep coming out and it's, it's just not, it's not what they told us. And it's, I'm not diminishing it. It's a totally 100% awful situation. It's a deadly virus. It's just not what they told us. And right. it's just, it's just the facts, man. And it just sucks. It just sucks. Bill Gates is a modern day Lex Luthor. If you took like, <laughs> if you took, you know what he is? He's Lex Luthor and the penguin. That's who, that's who Bill Gates is, you know? And he would be so much more lovable if he looked like Danny DeVito. Right, right. 100% dude, 100%. I do want to talk to you about all the conspiracy stuff. You're right. I don't know if this is the right venue for it, but I will do it I, at the end. I've been reading a lot about, this stuff and I have to like put it down because it gets me really sad and depressed. And right now is a time that I can't afford to be moping around my place because it's just me and my wife and daughter. And I have to be a certain level of emotional status quo because we're just having your dad, dude, your dad. Yeah, exactly. I can't just be like, Oh, fine. Like, jump on the table, whatever. Nothing matters. By the way, uh, you know, this is the new thing. Dad had to think about emotionally how he was affecting everybody. You know, back in the day, dads just didn't care. You know, they just yeah. go off. They'd be nuts. I've changed so many diapers. And I, I asked my mom, how many diapers did my dad change? She goes, none. My, and, mom, my mom will snidely say, when I'm on the phone with her or talking to her in any way, I'm like, I got to change this diaper. She's like, you already, you've already changed a hundred times more than your dad did. Yeah. It was just a whole different thing. And dude, let me tell you, I don't mind changing diapers. They haven't gotten to, um, they haven't gotten to whole foods yet. So I still haven't gotten the real bangers, but, I mean, I, I, dude, I had to get a place with two bathrooms because my dad used to just 
like destroy us every morning. We had one bathroom <laughs> and he would get up before everybody else, napalm the bathroom, and then we'd all have to shower in his like his shit mist, right? You know? So <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I'm gonna have kids. I got I have to have a separate bathroom for me far away. And uh I did that, you know. Um but so I'm not worried about them pooping. I gotta be honest with you, brother. The the thing that drives me the nuts and the most nuts is uh burping. I mean is the uh the, the gas, because it's so unscientific. Right. It's just like you don't know. And if and in this day of ADD where we got Netflix going, your phone's going off, you have to watch to make sure that sound is the sound of a burp, or else you're just going to keep fu- doing this on the back of your baby, and it's annoying. <laughs> Luckily, they don't need to be burped for that much longer. You got maybe, uh, yeah. you got maybe two – Two more months of burping, three more months. I can't remember exactly how long, but they developed the muscles to be able to do that pretty soon. But nobody talks about it. Right. Nobody ever talks about it. Nobody's like, get ready for burpings. Right, right. No one ever, no one ever is concerned about the burping so much. It's just like an accepted thing that you got to do. Just wait for diapers, dude. You're going to wait for diapers. And then, like, I had my cousin who had to explain to me how when you wipe a girl's butt, you have to go um, vagina back, okay? Because apparently women think we're wiping our asses butt to nuts. Like, I think that's what they think we're doing, that they have to explain to us that how we got to wipe our butts. Everybody wipes away. Right. Who's wiping towards their genitalia? I don't know, but my cousin's like, you know how you got to wipe your butt, right? You have to go away from the vagina, right? I'm like, yeah, it's just like I wipe my ass. Well, you have to start in the vagina so that they don't get an infection, too. Got to get in there, dude. Got to get in there. Look for the stuff. Yeah, you got to make sure. But then what? So what intuition would tell you you wipe the poop into the vagina? or? I don't know why she felt the need to tell me that. I don't know what it is. I think the people wiping. Women think we're stupid. That's why. Yeah, for sure. Not, I, I think they just think we're incompetent when it comes to uh, fatherly intuition. But there is such thing as fatherly intuition. But like you said, a lot of dads just carried on their lives the way they lived it beforehand. And everyone just catered to them. And that's just not the case now. And it shouldn't be because it's like. You're a team. A family. Yeah, well, you should 100% be more emotionally open with your kids. I mean, that's obviously – I mean, like, I'm lucky. I had a great dad. He was, like, very – very uh, loved me. Wasn't a perfect guy. Uh, I, I'm honestly convinced my dad was just born at the wrong time. And, he, you know, he, he was from a time where you had to get married right out the gate. If you, if you were single by 25, everyone thought you were gay. So you had to get married real early. And uh, I don't think that was necessarily what he wanted in his life. And, but he did it. And, he, you know, he loves, he loves me. Uh, me and my brother, uh, his, my dad and my brother don't get along because they're the exact same person. Uh, they hate when I say that because it pisses them off. But, you know, but, you know, being emotionally evolved, yeah, 100%. I love it. I love it. I love taking care of my kids. I think what you're saying about your dad applies to 90% of the dads pre-2000s even beyond even like later than that but it's just a different ball game now i mean just think about how different did you get spanked i got spanked and it wasn't a big deal and i don't feel when i look when i do inventory on why i am the way i am and the person that i became spanking never comes into the equation of that no one's like, you know what, man, I'm not going to do that because, you know, I got spanked and I learned a lesson right there. It is, it, I, you know, I'm, I'm very nervous about that moment, like how I'm going to teach these kids right and wrong uh-huh. and discipline them. And, you know, I've been working with crazy people my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect perfection. I've always been able to nurture you know, stuff. I build brands. I know it's a weird way to talk about your kids, but I've always felt like you're raising a wild animal and your job is to domesticate this wild animal. And like when people don't have the best parenting and sometimes out of their, uh, their hands, they're wild people, right? Jails are full of wild people, right? Who didn't follow the rules, you know, 
But so I, 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 I mean, they own me, dude. I, I'm always like, I'm not, I'm not going to be my friend's kids. I'm not going to be my kid's friends. I'm not going to be their friend. I'm their dad. Well, now I'm just like, hey, guys, I love you. I, don't, I make I don't up new songs that. every day. You do what every day? Every day I, I got, we sing a new song I make up. Oh, that's the best. I mean, this is, I'm jealous a little bit. I loved, a lot of people look back at the time, the first few months after the bait, and you have two, no less. But that was, that was like the best time of my life, man. Right after we had the baby, my wife was on maternity leave, and we were just chilling. We would go out every day, even if it was just for a walk. This was back when you could go be around people. We would take the baby everywhere with us. And it really helped us acclimate to life post-maternity leave and just becoming parents and keeping with our whole regular life, having a through line to both. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But just, man, how is it having two during this? Uh, it's basically like you work at a restaurant and it's always the rush hour. It's always lunch rush and you're going all the time. Because <laughs> it was really chill for us. We just had the one. My wife's a baby nurse already and I have a lot of experience taking care of kids. And I, I just remember thinking all these parents, all the just wait parents you said the just wait for diapers and all that shit. I can't stand that. And I was just well, like, because it's every three months. No matter what age you tell them, they tell you like chaos is coming. It's like, oh, the two months. Oh, wait for four months. Right, right. Wait for wait six for years. Then like, oh, like, by 18, they'll be dating SoundCloud rappers. You know, it's just going <laughs> to be like, it's just, it's never ending. In the new future, SoundCloud rappers will be at the top of society. So. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. There, yeah, when society crumbles, it will, SoundCloud will be the only thing that survives. Exactly. But, uh, man, having two at once, is, is, uh, is mommy breastfeeding? Oh, yeah. mom is getting milked constantly. Just getting milked. All the, I mean, constantly. She ever do two at once? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, she does that. Yeah, she does that. I can't imagine, like. People have triplets. People have quadruplets. Dude, I don't even know tri how you do triplets. I wouldn't even know. For every one baby, you need an extra adult. If you have triplets, you have to be the three-titted woman from Total Recall. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I mean, that's just when they're eating. Everything else is like just managing them. I mean, like these babies need to get held constantly. Yeah. Constantly. And it's like, you got to hold them the way they want to be held now. You know, it's like, you can't just like, oh yeah. Now they're like, no, nah, dude, I want, I want, I want to chill like this now. Like they're, they're figuring out their swag right now. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they like to do their, and now like, you know, we're at the age where every day is a quantum leap in the updating their operating systems. Right. Uh-huh. So every day they learn something new. They're studying something. They're interacting more. Like, one we had, it was super quiet, didn't want to talk. Now she's just smiling and dialing, dog, you know? 
It's the best. Are, have you synced up the nap times, or is that chaotic too? They nap pretty much the same time. But the big thing that helped us is we, came, we got a good system. We figured out a system in that Martha's a night person, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm a morning person. So what we do is, uh, you know, she'll stay with both of them till like she'll stay up to like four, four or five. That's her body oh, clock. Uh-huh. And then I'll go to bed at midnight. And then she'll bring me one and I'll, wa- I'll have one and she'll have one. And then when I get up at seven or eight, you know, I'll go get the other baby and then I'll watch the two babies while she sleeps. Game changer, dude. Game changer. That's really the best when you can figure out because me and my wife, same deal. She's more of the morning person and I'm the night person. So she'll get the baby down and go to sleep and be up with the baby at night or in the morning. And I'll do anything that, that like happens throughout the night and take care of the dog and do all that stuff. And that's really ideal to not be synced into the same sleep schedule. Both oh, for sure, dude. And then this pandemic too, is just like nobody's leaving the house at all. And God, you know, for me, dude, I'm blessed to have the kids at my age is perfect because I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wolf, dude. I need to roam. But now I'm like, kind of like, I'm an old wolf. I, I just want chill. You know? I just, <laughs> you just want, you know? at the moon. Yeah, I just want, dude, I, I got this nice porch, brother. You got to come over and see it sometime. A nice little porch, nice backyard. I got everything, dude. I'm just, I just couldn't be in a better situation outside, obviously, of not being able to work. I'm, I'm blessed that, I, you know, I work from home. I do my internet stuff and that's how I make my money and I get to hang out with the kids and. You know, they get to watch their dad scream, you know, and it's, it's, it's great. Uh, I can't wait until they're talking and they're picking up on your ranting skills and they're just going off. Dude, these the kids, because uh, the mom's got a really like cutting wit. <laughs> yeah. She'll cut you, you know, and sometimes you got to be like, hey, I, I have feelings. I didn't know I had it. I, huh. I'm a 25-year-old comic. I have feelings. You found it. Please. We have the most feelings. We feel more than any. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> but, you know, maybe in the stuff. sense that I don't get uh, too caught up on when it doesn't work out because it's, uh-huh. it's been 25 years of not working out. So I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of over it, but you know, yeah, you're right. I am sensitive. I, I am well, we sensitive. All are man. Every one of us, even the roast comic, they're the most, they're like, they're the, the roast comics are like the, the people who are insecure with their bodies. So they take a bunch of naked photos to, to uh, overcompensate for it. That's, that's all that is. I, I'm, too insecure to do roasting. I'm, that's not my nature. But like, dude, all comics are super, super sensitive, and that's why we do what we do to try to shield against it. Oh, for sure. There's dude, no shame. Sure. That's why no shame. kissing ass works so well. Because right. even the biggest guys, the, you know, these killers, man, they're insecure. Oh yeah. And, and um, when you tell them how great they are, they love to hear it. Even though they're selling out an arena, you think they would get it by now? Nope. They're still, you know, like, and that's what makes them great as well, too, is that, you know, that little drive that keeps them going. That, that, that's probably what keeps them going, too, because whenever you see a comic who no longer has fear of the crowd, whether the crowd's going to like them or not, I always feel they're not, they become not great comics. They kind of just, it's just, you know, it's almost like they're pissed they got to be there. I've seen a couple comics get like that. Well, I think there's a complacency that you can reach with that because you're like, well, I don't care if they like me or not. I'm going to do what I do. Oh, so cute. This is Ghost. So, so your baby's names are Ninja and Ghost. Well, those are their middle names. We haven't put out their uh, full names because dad's a crazy person. And I would like them to put out, you know, I don't have a lot of regrets in life. I kind of wish I'd come up with a stage name, you know, back in the day. So I could have, you know, but it is what it is. So but you I, have such a, you have such a, a sticky sounding name. Well, yeah. And I, I ended up being a whack job. So it all worked out. So, you know, at the end of the day it worked, but there was a time where I'm like, oh, I wish I would have came up with a fake name. I wanted <laughs> to be Rex Augment. It's not too late, man. Reinvent yourself. Wouldn't that be weird if I just showed up as Rex Augman? Well, what, what better time is there to show up as a new identity with a new name than now? 
Dude, I don't think stand-up in the way we know it is going to go back for like at least a year. And it's super tragic too, dude. Super tragic, man. I just thought like, like, you know, I went to college in Vegas. What's going to happen to Vegas? Who's going to be traveling to Vegas anytime soon? Who's going to have enough cash to throw around? Hopefully the NBA will sustain Vegas for the playoffs, and, that, and that's probably about it. I hope so. I mean, like, I need the NBA playoffs. Dude, I'm a Clipper fan, brother. And both times when we've had a chance to win the championship, something bizarro just happens. First, it was, uh, you know, uh, our owner with, the, um, with all the racial slurs. And now it's, the, it's just like, dude, it sucks. Dude, talking about dads who fly off the handle emotionally and everyone in the family having to accommodate that, how much worse do you think that would be if this were happening 20, 30 years ago without sports? A lot of dads' only emotional outlet is to take it out yelling at the screen. Yeah, alcoholism, drug abuse, uh, domestic violence, that's, that's been a real big issue for this. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I just like, I don't, I don't want people to get sick. I don't want anyone to die. I don't, it's super tragic, man. You know, I still deal with the loss of Brody and that was over a year ago. So same, same. any loss is a super tragic loss uh, without a doubt. It's just, for me, it's just like people were allowed to work, man. We went back to, I mean, World War II, we went to work. That's, that's how we, ro- we pulled ourselves out of the Great Depression was to go back to work and create, you know, for the military industrial complex. I've never seen this before. I've never well, seen this before. I don't know how far down the rabbit hole you want to get conspiratorially, but, you know, I've read things about... I, and, and I don't. I personally don't think that this is a, a big conspiracy to enact certain changes, but I have read things about the economy getting to a point where we change economic systems and banking systems and all that, and uh, this could just be a way for universal basic income to be enacted seamlessly and things like that. What do you, what's your take on all of it? Well, I, listen, dude, I, I, universal basic, basic income is like $1,000 a month. What, what, what do Yang want to give us? $1,000 a month. Like, what are you going to live off? You're going to live off that, man? I mean, dude, listen, man. Capitalism is the greatest system when it's, when it's real capitalism. We have we, not what we live in now. No, now we live in this crony kind of. Uh, it's it's, it's a, like the most old, insane it's like a corporatocracy. shit. It's the most. Yeah, it, it's the most. We live in bizarro land, man. Bizarro land. And um, you know, man, I I just wish people would rather, dude. Listen, so there are things that have event. 201, Crimson Contagion, uh, Dark Winter. These were all simulations ran by very uh, by billionaires that played out. They, they, they're trying to play it out right now. Just the, the beauty of this world that we live in is that the internet's, in my opinion, too quick for them. We live in a golden era, brother, of information. It's the best time ever. Journalism is the best it's ever been. It it isn't, it isn't because there's too many voices contradicting each other and muddling up different um, authentic factual sources. It's really hard to... um, But what would you rather have? Would you rather have one? Like there's literally four companies. No, no, I would rather have it this way. I'd rather have it this way, but it's just very muddled and, and hard to... It takes a lot of personal critical thinking and effort to really figure out what's what and what you know, that's my opinion on why i i think you know uh political correctness took off so hard because it really does l- make it so you don't have to think here are the rules these people say this these people right. do this these people do and you have a reaction to it and you don't sit down and actually listen to what's being said so right I, I, you know dude I, I you know this is a great time for me i i i, I flourish in chaos uh, i'm loving it dude it's like it's like christmas conspiracy time uh you know i'm i'm just loving it and you know i mean like 
It's very interesting because, you know, I had a little thing with Rick Ingram the other day, and it really sucks because I love it, Rick Ingram. And, you know, it's very interesting, dude. Another comic dad. Yeah, very I love, I, dude, I love Rick. And when I see yeah, him, we're going to make up, we're going to kiss and make up because I, I really do like Rick Ingram. But it is very interesting that no matter how much you, uh, you get along in, in every other f- facet of life, there's just this weird thing when it comes to politics where if you like, you don't see it the same way, people get weird, dude. And it's kind of sucks because, you know, especially on my podcast, I love talking to people I don't agree with. I, okay, let me hear your point of view. I do too, but it, we've gotten to a point where no one seems to be capable of having a civil conversation. Okay, dude. I don't There's agree so- with everything that, that you think and say, but it's interesting and I like to hear it and I like to talk about it. I like to understand other people's ever, point of view. Ever, dude. Ever take whatever I say is 100, even though I, I am batting 1,000. But don't take <laughs> it. I would always tell you to question everything. That's the question. Like, dude. Donald Trump, whatever anybody wants to think about. There's things that he's done I like. There's a lot of things he hasn't done. Everything that guy does, I question. The notion of, like, team sports when it comes to politics is just – it's so dangerous. It's ludicrous. And I think that's what's eating the DNC up right now is that they just so were like team, team, team that they're stuck with something that isn't good. And – that's just my, and I'm a registered Democrat. And I, I mean, I'm never going to vote for either of the two parties, but you know, it's just like, this is where we're at right now. I, I don't know. Bernie was going to do anything, but they seem to kneecap him again and nothing and nothing. And we just keep moving forward. It's such an interesting thing, dude. It's so interesting. I love the whole thing. It's listen, man. If you spend just a little time with me in conspiracies, you realize the world is so much more interesting than everybody knows. It's so much more beautiful, and it's so awesome, and it's like there's a lot of evil, but it's done by a small concentration of people. And it, once you start learning that, it's so beautiful, dude. It is, and it isn't, because a lot of it makes you just feel kind of helpless when you read it, and you're just like – because I'm sitting here thinking – when I read some of this stuff, I'm like, what's conspiracy theorists end game for shit to be horrible. And just to be able to be like, we told you so we told you so. (laughs) That's interesting because if you talked to listen to every group's got crazy people in it, right? I mean, like there's not one group that doesn't have a bunch of really loud, crazy people. And like what happens is the group gets defined by their crazies. Of course. Yeah. It's not the base. Any group. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Poop that gets demonized by anybody, okay? The, the base is wonderful. The base is wonderful. It's this couple whack jobs at, at the top, the fringe, the extremists that make everybody sour on the whole thing, okay? As a conspiracy theorist, my whole thing is I want us to live 
with each other in love. That's my whole thing. And what I put, what I push to uh, into the light is things that are making it so, you know, it's like 9-11, dude. A lot of shit went down. Conspiracy told you it wasn't. And not like a million people died in the Middle East. And like that crushes my soul, man. And yeah. You know, I don't want to get too deep because we're just getting into this, but I, I love people, dude. I'm a people. I love people. I love people, man. Me too. And That's what's so hard about the quarantine is that it's hard. I love human interaction and, and you just can't. And that's another thing. Why? Oh, yeah. Like we can't have human interaction. It's just very weird. I'm just telling you, man, my spider sense has started tingling very early and it's very weird. But back to the kids, a lot of people are like, are you nervous? You know, you bring kids into this. I, I, dude, I'm telling you, man, I have a lot of faith. You know, there's a, this whole thing that Trump is a white hat and this, and there's people in the conspiracy community that believes that. I think Trump, whatever he is, we're past that dude. And there's more knowledge and more light on what's really going on in Washington and these power stuff that I think you're going to start seeing a movement to bring people coming back together. I think people are going to stop watching the news. The news is just, just there to scare you. I hope so. It's so awful. I haven't watched the news ever since Martha's mom left. I haven't watched one thing on the news i only know there's something going on because i see people walk around dressed like bank robbers that's the only reason i <laughs> you know but outside of that the world's a wonderful place man it's beautiful dude i get to do a podcast with my friend it's it's a wonderful time it is awesome it is it th- this has brought the opportunity for some good things but uh that's good that you that you don't watch the news you have this like opportunity for a very zen experience with the two babies oh yeah what's what's a typical day like with the two kids wake up six six thirty get the babies there try to sit them down so they can sleep a little we're blessed dude about a couple weeks ago they started hitting like they started hitting like five six seven hours of sleep dude that is like that's like terry shivo coma level for us at that (laughs) point right so so uh, once that started happening, man, it got a little easier. And then I wake up and I, I try to keep them for as long as I can so uh, the mom can sleep as much as she can, you know, uh, because, you know, I mean, m- m- she went through a whole bunch of stuff, obviously, with the pregnancy, hormones, and just milking, constantly getting milked, man. It's like, we'll, we'll zap your energy. So I try, to do, I try to do that. And, you know, and then I do a podcast. I have a Patreon. I do a podcast on that every day. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do my tinfoil. I've been putting on a lot of tinfoil hats this, uh, during this thing. I'm kind of excited to get back to uh regular so i can go down to one or two a week yeah, you know yeah. but there's so much to talk about of i'm just course. banging out episode after episode and they're so interesting man it's so interesting it's so fun to learn about so and then you know um she goes she she gets up she takes the babies uh we get something to eat and it's you know and, and like i like to take them for a walk i love taking them for a walk we put them the in the walks are key. the walks are very key i love the walks dude i love it we got this like monster truck stroller dude fast i want one of those this so thing fast. can go it's a tank bro go could go over like trees car i don't care nothing dude bam I want one of those. Those are so cool with the big, gnarly off-road wheels. Oh, yeah, dude. Because we have a couple places where there's just no sidewalk. Someone said, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to pay for it. And so we got to go on. We either got to go on the road, which I don't want to do. So then I have to go up on the grass. And I just like, I just dukes a hazard that shit. You know what I'm saying? I go mudding. Just mudding. That's the way to do it. And then they'll be more fearless later in life. And it's just like, it's so interesting because, you know, when you grow up, dude, you know, everything that happens to you through high school, it's almost like a minefield, right? And a bomb goes off, that limp kind of stays with you forever. So I'm, I'm just now trying to be cautious about, at this age, they don't know what I'm saying. So I kind of just, it's all to them. They, they hear my speech 
Uh, but rhythms. you know what? It's important, even if you're talk, going off on crazy rants, it's important for them to hear you talk as much as possible because then it, it helps them develop those verbal skills earlier. Well, you know, it's like I got a little nervous the other day because we were doing an episode on Hitler and uh, we were talking <laughs> about how he liked speed and what, like doing some uh, sexual stuff to himself. And uh, the baby's right there. I'm like, did I just, is, is Child Protective Services going to come talk to me about that? Like, what are the rules on that? I don't even no, know. Man, nah. it, it's not about the content of what you're saying because it's going to take them a long time before they decipher that. It's more about just them hearing you talk. Also, I mean, not just for their own skills, but also it helps you bond with, it helps them bond with you. I love when they lay on me, dude. It's the best. Those are the best. Just waiting. I just, I hate the phrase when it comes to parenting advice, just wait. But when you use it in a positive way, I think it's okay. When they are a little bit older and they can maneuver to come seek you out and lay on you, Oh, it is, it, it is so there's crazy. There's no better right? feeling. My daughter recently just started voluntarily coming up to me and kissing me on the mouth. There's never been, I've never had a kiss from anyone, not even my wife that has so made me feel that good in my life. It's, it is interesting. You know, it is interesting, man. I mean, like, I didn't think I was going to have kids, and the circumstances is what it is. And, uh, you know, I, I'm so happy. I always wanted to be a dad. I always wanted to be a dad. And, uh, you know, I just, I couldn't be, I couldn't be, they're two little healthy little meat wads, man. They're <laughs> just, they're so healthy. And they do like, I know everybody does that with their kids. Like, oh my God, he's doing this. He shouldn't be doing that to this age. But they do all this crazy stuff. And everyone's like, they're not supposed to be able to do that yet. And they're like, yeah, well, they're triplet kids. Yeah, dude. Well, the one thing you just can't fall into is comparing them to other kids their age because every kid develops even the two of them will develop oh for sure things at different times for sure you know uh you know bill uh you know uh <laughs> um ninja was um a little bit more quiet and, and you know a ghost was a little bit more like uh, happy, happy. And now they've kind of switched. Not that ghost isn't happy, but she's a little bit more, uh, she needs more attention. She wants, she wants to be the center of attention a little bit more. And now, you know, Ninja just chillaxes more, you know, except for when they get hungry and then they just like, Big I mean, it's just like the end of days. There's nothing more entertaining than watching their development and seeing the difference in days and weeks and all that and tracking all of it. But you mentioned, you know, not expecting to be a dad in the circumstances in which this happened. And I don't know how candid you want to get about it, but this was not expected. Not expected. I know I was shocked when I heard you were becoming a dad. I think a lot of people were. And, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much into it because, you know, there's still feelings and all that stuff. And, you uh -huh. know, there's still love for everybody all around. And I, you know, it just is what it is, brother. And uh, yep. you know what, man? We roll with the punches. And, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, when I found out I was going to be a dad, that became what I was going to be great at. That's what I was going to focus on. You know, I wasn't going to bring two kids into the world and have them like, you know, not get all the love possible. You know, uh, that these kids will reflect on me and uh, what kind of person I am. I mean, they could grow up and just go nuts and that's out of my hands. But, you know, I want them to have the best chance they possibly can. You know, I don't know why. God gave me two daughters, but you know, he gave these, these I two little girls, I think you know, for a father, right. You know, yeah. they got a wolf and, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, like a lot of people are like, Oh dude, that's what you get. Huh? You were such a scumbag. Got two daughters. I'm like, Hey dude, I'm blessed. I love it. I mean, I love them to death. And now I got somebody to clean my butt when I'm old. So I'm good. Exactly. That's the thing. People, a lot of comics, it's like ne never going to have kids or like, Oh fuck. What do you like? I think most people in your situation would be like, you know, looking for the abortion. Um, but at some point you just got to realize like a lot of comics get older and it's, 
not as easy to be working all the time when you're older. And then you get to an age where it's like, well, now I got nobody in my life really because everybody I had in my life were other comics with my lifestyle, but they've either gotten married or had kids or moved on or whatever. And it's like, at some point, man, all you're going to have is your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And helping them and loving them and them loving me and, you know, and giving them all the tools they can to become the best in the, in the world. You know, watch out, Scalar Brothers. There's a new twins in the comedy scene, Ghost <laughs> and Ninja, and they're coming for souls. I, I'm very thankful. I know there's some people that want to have kids, and, you know, I respect that too. You know, teach their own, you know, and... You know, I just like, I'm lucky I'm a guy and I could have, have them a little later on in life. I always said I didn't want to have kids until I could afford to take care of them. And as soon as I got to a nice place financially, God said, bam, here's two girls, bang. And like, you know, I, 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 I just kind of, I'm so excited about it. It's so cool that you stepped up because I know this wasn't expected and I know that it shook up your situation at the time with other people involved and that's a really fucking cool thing that this happened and it's gonna end up being so incredible for you oh i mean i, I couldn't ask for anything better and, and you can and tell because the way it lined up with you having this time now to give them your undivided attention without having to make sacrifices or trade-offs with the other things that you're trying to do <laughs> I'm Mr. Mom, dog. You know, mom's mom. Mom's doing great. She, you know, I'm not saying that. She's a wonderful mom. But I'm Mr. Mom, too, you know, and I enjoy it. And, I've, I, you know, this has shown me some glare, glaring holes in my game. I don't have a lot of man skills, so I'm working on that. Uh, my cooking isn't great at all. That's the, tra that's the trade-off with the uh, being emotionally unavailable, drinking, and, and physically abusive dads. They knew how to do man shit. We're more open emotionally and going to raise more well-balanced kids, but we're not going to be able to teach them how to fix shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start trying to learn to do it. I have, a, you know, friends who are, you know, I won't mess with electronics, obviously. You can get yourself killed, but yeah. I'm going to try to start fixing stuff on my own and doing that stuff. I'm, you know, I had a friend of mine working on the, uh, the, the grass in the back. We kind of decide to go our separate way so i'm gonna finish that off to have a nice backyard for the kids like i i'm really excited about that you know it's like i'm ready to change my life you know i was that guy who was running and gunning the whole time and it was right. a lot of fun but you know what, man it's time to chill chill and just lay back and you know what, man and it's just like it's just like I, i'm ready for a, a little deeper meaning in my life that's great, man. That's, I think that no matter what point in your life you're in, and, and lucky for you, it was at the point you were ready for it, but I think no matter what point you're at in your life, when this happens, unless you are a piece of shit and you're just like, you leave the situation, that's the... I don't know how you could do that. Thought. I just don't know. But I'm not judging anybody. You know, yeah, things happen, things happen, but I don't know how you can have your, your blood and not be like taking care of that shit. I don't, I don't either. Um, I got to ask you because I know, you know, you got tinfoil hat, your awesome podcast that I tune into and I got to protect myself a little bit. I can't go too far down the rabbit hole with even just any kind of news or conspiracy stuff because it starts to get too overwhelming emotionally for me. And I just have to block it out so I can keep my headspace. But knowing that that's your world. I got to ask you about, are you doing vaccines or no? Uh, we are, we are gathering our information right now and we are talking to a uh, specialist and we're going to do what is the best situation at that time to do. Uh, they will be uh, taken care of uh, health wise mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to be fine you know, we're, 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 the mother's been nice enough to uh, go and do research with me, and we're just looking into what are the, what are the best options for the babies. That's great. Um, I started listening to an anti-vax podcast just because my wife's a nurse practitioner. 
I've got a lot of doctors in the family, so we're on the side, so- you know, we're on the side of, of vaccination. But at first, you know, I asked our pediatrician, I was like, do we have to do them all right away? Can we spread them out? Do we need all of them? And he's like, look, you know, you really want to put your baby through more shots. And we ultimately decided that after doing our research, that it was the best thing to do just to go with like the, the plan that they give you. But I do think it's important to do what you're doing and look into it. And I started listening to this podcast just because I want to know what the perspective is of people that flat out don't do it. And even they mention, you know, there are certain things that it's probably better, like measles, probably, you know, I think it's important for everybody to figure out what's best for them. I agree. I don't know why when a baby is born, it needs a hepatitis B STD shot. I mean, unless the mom has something I don't know about, why, why do we need a, a fucking a STD shot? I just, it doesn't make any sense. So, and for me, it's just like everything in time, you got to allow their immune systems to build up. And, you know, that's my whole thing, dude. And, you know, the, ba- the baby's born, we better immuni- immunize it for HPV. Yeah, right? It's like, it's just, no, I'm, you know what, that, I'm outside my depth because I'm sure there's a reason for it that I just don't know. Maybe there's something transmittable through breast milk or whatever, but, um, you know, I just think it's important for you. I for think you should question everything, dude. And, I, I, dude, anything I do on my show, I, dude, question it. Dude, go out there, do some, send it to me, dude. I'm all about, I like, I, I don't want to be right. I want to do right. So I, I'm, I'm really 100% uh, for what is the best thing for not only myself, my family, but for humanity. That really is. Now, again, there's whack jobs and everything, but really at the base, when you really talk to a lot of these people, they just, they love their country and we could have debate on what that is. They love their country (laughs) and they love humanity, man. And they love kids. And so, I mean, dude, it's just such a, the food you give these kids now, I like, I just, the best thing I ever bought, brother, was a, a water purifier, dude. We got the best water purifier. We're just drinking Nice, clean water, man. And I, just like to, little things, man, just to like to give yourself a chance. I think I'm about to do something where I, I'm going to get a flip phone. I'm going to keep my smartphone in my room. And then like every so often during the day, check on if I have to do an Instagram or a Twitter or something like that. But I think I'm going to get off my cell phone, man. That's something that I did for a while when my daughter was born. And it's, it's, it's a great because it just helps you be more present. I, I hate when I catch myself on my phone when I should be enjoying a moment with my daughter. And it happens. And it happens to everybody, I'm sure. But it just, it's a shitty feeling. It is a shitty feeling. And they're, they're just love. And we are, uh, you know, we are the, a collection of our experiences. And, you know... So we're in two different places right now. So, you know, my whole thing is like, I'm really going to make sure that I don't push my mental illness onto them. Cause I think what we see this all the time, people, generations and generations just keep passing down the madness. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I want to stop. I want them to be their own people. Dude, they may grow up and be like, yeah, I write a book about how stupid their dad was. That could happen. And I'd be fine with that, man. You know? That I, I just been, want- since my daughter's born, she's almost two. The, more than my career, but I think it helps your career, more than anything in my life is what I put the most effort into is channeling, working on my own mental illness and keeping my daughter compartmentalized from it. And that is such a noble pursuit and it, it takes a lot of work. And that's it a- is a lot of work, man. Like my dad, uh, you know, my grandfather passed, uh, you know, par- basically paranoia onto my, my, um, my father. And then he passed it on to us and I didn't realize how much it was affecting my life until I went to, uh, you know, 
uh, you know, these 12 step programs and started learning that, you know, a lot, everything in my life that's not going well is because of actions I took. It's not someone else's fault or, you know, there's not a shadow group out trying to stop me from achieving success, you know? That's what you want to believe. Ah, oh, dude, uh, people just don't like me because blah, 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 blah. it's like, no, dude, it's like probably something you're doing. And uh, if you want that to change, you got, you know, a lot of people want change without making change. Right. You got to make change, man. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, it's like, you know, when I say, you know, we are sensitive people. We are sensitive people. But I also, you know, have to learn to let shit go. I don't get too excited when things go really well. And I don't get too, like, depressed when they don't work out. Because, you know, because that, that, that doesn't define who you are, the best moments and the worst moments, you know. And, and also, man, it's like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've lost some friends over the last couple of years. And someone said, so I think it was Clint Eastwood said this. And he goes, if people knew how, much, how little people talked about them when they were gone, they, would re they wouldn't worry about their legacy so much. So my whole thing is like, I I'm really focused on these kids and just like. That's the true legacy. Yes. 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 100%. That's the legacy. Um, on, on that note, have there been any lessons you've learned the hard way in the last um, two and three quarters months of your kid's life? Or even during the pregnancy? Uh, I mean, I've learned that uh, I, I shouldn't argue. I should just shut up. I mean, that's kind of like, that kind of works, you know, just just really just shut up and take it, you know, uh, you know, cause there's a lot of hormones and stuff going on and that's not mm -hmm. easy. So you got to kind of understand yep. that and, uh, deal with it. And, you know, it's like sometimes life has to wait. It's just the truth. Life has to wait because the babies need to be taken care of. So, uh, posting that podcast is going to have to wait. Putting out that tweet is going to have to wait. You know, you got to be in the moment with these kids. Yeah. And guess what? They're not going to give you the answers right off the bat. Hey, what do you want? What do you want? Let me feed it. Let me fix it. They're not going to tell you because they can't right now. Okay. So it's like, it's a patience. You know, you got to have patience. You just got to take it slow. Um, what do you most look forward to being a dad? Every day, I swear to God, I wake up and I go, I can't love these kids anymore. And then I see them and I love them even more. I, dude, I won't see them for 10 minutes and then I see them again and just this rush of like love and warmth just fills me and I'm like, oh, I missed you guys. I, I, I was just in the other room and I miss them. And that's kind of like, that's, it's very special. Eventually, when life goes back to normal and you're on the road again, that's when you'll really, truly feel it. Yeah. You know, man, I've had an interesting career. I haven't gigged on the road as much as some. So I don't know if I'll ever be the every week guy. And I don't know if I ever want to be the every week guy. And, you know, we'll see where it goes, man. I mean, I, I've, I've trained myself, dude, to enjoy podcasting and uh youtubing and all that stuff not as much but almost as much as stand up i love stand dude i there's nothing there's nothing in the world better than rocking a, a packed sold out crowd of a bunch of people you don't fucking know and you yeah. get all these strangers to agree that what you just said is hilarious <laughs> I've done some of the freakish stuff in the bedroom, brother, and none of it's close to making a sold-out pack show laugh. It is, it is why we, we, we suffer from uh, depression, alcoholism, drug abuse, because we get so high off that. And when we come off, we hit so, so much. well. I miss it so much. Um. Last question, what unsolicited advice do you have for other parents out there? What I basically do is, for me, man, is just take it slow 
okay? And uh, enjoy it, man. Enjoy the moments. And for me, dude, uh, you know, just find a system to get that sleep in, dude. Because once you get that sleep, it makes everything else so much better. Find a system. If you're a late night person and your spouse is an early morning person, work it out that way, man. Martha's uh, sister did that, and she just brought up one day, and we were just like, hey, let's try this. And it ended up working out really well. If I had a million dollars, man, I would do what Tom Segura did for me. That man, Tom Segura and Christina Pajinski, they were so nice. Christina as well. You know, I didn't mean not to include her. Um, they, they got us a doula for like – the first like two months. I'm, and, I'm a big. I'm a big proponent of doulas. We had one. They're great. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing, dude. If you have family, if you live in a city where you have a bunch of family members, they can come in and help you with with the baby. You know, they can they can give you time to go sleep. But I don't have any family here. Martha doesn't have any family here, so we don't have that luxury to uh, have, a, you know, Martha's mom's been nice enough to come and stay with us. I, I had to watch CNN for a week straight. But well, that's the baggage that comes with family is that you have to acclimate to whatever their needs are. But when you have hired help, it's like they are just glomming onto you and doing what you need. I just hand her the baby and I go to bed, dog. But now we're bringing her during the day because we don't need her at night like we used to because mm -hmm. we're getting sleep. So now, like, because I podcast a lot and I, I you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm just, I got to go to my studio once in a while, you know, so we have her here so that, you know, because I can't do like, I can't clean the house. I can't work yeah. on the yard because right. I, I, you know, it's like an ER in here, and I got to keep the patients alive until mom wakes up, right? So that's my job. I feel like a, like dad's being in dad's great. I sometimes feel like a substitute teacher, you know, where it's like just keep the students alive till the teacher gets back. Mom's sleeping for two hours. Just <laughs> keep the kids alive for two hours till mom gets back. And then once mom's back, she, make, she starts running the show. Soon it'll just, it'll just feel like second nature to you, man. And I'm really – I'm so glad to talk to you and see that you're flourishing. I was expecting for you to come on the Zoom and have that heady, heavy metal haircut that you had in that first reel I saw at the Comedy Store Video Vault when you first started. You know what I'm talking about? I almost got a mohawk today. I just decided Where'd to Where'd you get off. that fresh haircut, man? Dude, uh, there's, some, there's a rebellion out there. There's some people. It's the underground, dog. Some woman came over and she cut my hair, dude. I was like, thank you. She did it in a whole, like, ski mask. It was great, though, dude. It was great. Dude, you're really flourishing, and I couldn't be happier to see it that way. Dude, can you, uh, can you let people know where to find your podcast, where to find you, and everything you want people to see? Yeah, um, you guys can follow me on all social media at Sam Tripoli, T-R-I-P-O-L-I. -I. Uh, then I also have uh, I have three podcasts that I call the um, the Trinity of Stupidity. Okay, <laughs> it's a uh, tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli. Uh, that's the one that uh, people tend to know me by. Uh, then I have Punch Drunk Sports which is one of the original comedy sports podcasts ever. Like, that's how new podcasting was. Like, we were early in the game. And then I just have my new podcast I'm doing that is just comedy, dude. It's just like, it's just meant to be talking. There's no sports, conspiracy, just talking. And uh, it's called Broken Simulation. And it's now on, uh, you can get on YouTube and, and uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you go to uh, either youtube.com backslash tinfoil hat or youtube.com backslash Sam Tripoli comedy, you can find all my stuff. Sam, thank you so much. Sandy, um, I love you, buddy. You're one I of the you G's too, amongst G's at the comedy store. We're, all, we're, we're guys that have been here for a while. And, uh, you know, you haven't changed. You're still, uh, you're Sandy Dantos 100% all the time. And uh, I, I think the world of you, and I appreciate you letting me come on your show. That means the world to me, and I think the same of you. And I'm honored to have you, and I'll check back in with you soon. And lots of love to the family. Your girls are gorgeous. I'm, Thank I'm you, brother. so happy for and you. And once sports comes back, come back on Punch Drunk, dude. Fuck yeah. 
Fuck yeah. I thought Detroit was going to be better this year. I really thought that. I thought they, they could have been. They could have been. It was just bad luck. And Blake Griffin, I love him to death, but I just think he's checked out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what will happen going forward. But um, nothing right now. Nothing's going to happen going forward. The, you know, the Pistons, it's funny. They decided to be bad and tank. When the worst draft and the worst oh, situation for draft, man, it's, it, it sucks. It's, it really sucks. All right, man. Well, good luck with the kids. I, I we'll talk soon. All right, brother. You're the best. Take care. You're the best. Thank you on. so much. Of Bye, course. Bud. Later. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.